0: Once upon a time in the early lands of the internet, in a really pre-Web 2 world, it was a still very much a Web 1 world, there was a file sharing service, which you may remember the name of if you had been on the interwebs in the uh, 2003 to 2010 era, called LimeWire. Well, LimeWire came up against all kinds of legal troubles because of their um, uh, predication for pre- pre- predication. Is that a word? I don't know. Travis, is that a word? Predication? It sounds like a word. It's Predilection. <laughs> pre- because of file sharing and uh, ended up having to shut down. But they're back in the Web3 world with um, open music and entertainment marketplace limewire.com and uh welcome to the nifty show by the way. Travis, it's been a couple weeks, hasn't it?
1: It has been it has been a bit, but you know what? There's always stuff going on out there in the space. So always great to see your smiling face there, Mr. Giorgiocom.
0: Uh I'm smiling and the smiling face next to us is the COO of the new Limewire. His name is Marcus Faisal. Marcus, welcome to the Nifty Show, sir.
2: Hi Joel. Hi Travis. Nice, nice to meet you guys. Thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah. So anytime you know we see something old, new again, it warms the cockles of our heart because we're um, we're internet OGs, and we've seen you know the sites come and go. We're old enough to remember Napster and Friendster and LimeWire and and MySpace so
1: and all of those things. Those are.
0: Oh yeah. The list goes on. So uh, this is, you know, a, a Web three world right now, and uh, and the spirit of LimeWire was always this kind of open, you know, platform, right? File sharing, uh, but you know, explain to us in short what happened to that team then.
2: Um, yes, I mean, you, you briefly mentioned it at the beginning. Oh, um, I think the like a lot of us, a lot of, of, of the special Web3-equipped uh, uh, users nowadays, they are really very familiar with LimeWire because it pretty much paved the way for a lot of things we are doing today in the Web3 world as well, right? That five, the peer-to-peer um, principle is pretty much a lot what the, what the crypto and NFT world is about. Um, so they were pretty pretty early at that point in time, in my opinion. Um, and I think that's exactly the type of nostalgia and user base we we are tapping into right now as well. Um, so the Limeware back in the day, as you just said before, was a file sharing, peer-to-peer music platform. Also for me personally, like the first platform where I really got um, lots of music downloads and got got used to the music world um, and, and and figured out like all the various kinds of genres I, I wanted to to listen into. Um, they had to shut down in 2011 around-ish, I think, um, due to the controversy with the music and label industry um, that they couldn't really cope with. Um, And we are now a completely new entity, new team with a new new concept, um, but with the same brand behind it. So it's the same domain that we we got hold of. It's the same social media accounts. It's the same brand name that we are using. And we're trying to bring that nostalgia and that mainstream brand now into the web3, really focusing on music NFTs um, and entertainment NFTs as such.
1: That really seems to be part of a, an interesting challenge for you guys. Is that you guys are you guys are snagging an old school internet property, right? And then it comes with all the internet social media sites, like, like that had to be kind of a challenge to reach out to each individual company and be like, "All right, we're Limewire now. We've acquired the assets. We need you to reset our password. Can you do that for?" Like, how long did the, all of that administrative stuff take? That had to take forever.
2: Yeah, really a couple of months, actually. So we started pretty early last year already. Um, we got hold of the, of the domain first, and all the assets were also scattered among different people. So the domain was with, was with a, a former employee of the old LimeWire. Social media accounts were with completely different people again. So that really took quite some time. Um, but to be honest, I think it was completely worthwhile. I think the, just just like having that, that brand image and being able to translate that and transform it into, into the Web3 world today and especially since there's such a big overlap in in those two communities like people that used to use LimeWire back in the day and and users of the web3 space today um i think that's that's just a super interesting project to to work yeah. on. now. It's
0: uh, limewire.com as you would expect and but it's a whole new site explore, collect and trade unique digital collectibles and you guys kind of kicked this off with LimeWire Originals. You did a um uh, an NFT
2: drop and uh, let's talk about what this drop was yeah so that's really the the first and probably also only collection where we as limewire are pretty much the creator as well Um, it's a it's it will be a collection of ten thousand unique nft avatars we did our first batch um, of a thousand pieces now we will always mint them in badges together with uh, certain events um, that, that we are organizing and that are happening and the idea is really of the originals to gather um, a group of people that are interested in, interested in the music space right. and also in the right. NFT and crypto space and have a very unique uh, community. Um, and that especially paired with a lot of real life utility and platform utility um, around that collection. So for instance, we are also throwing uh, frequent parties, uh, the Limbo original parties, which has had one, um, I think like six or seven weeks back in New York as a kickoff party. Where all the original holders were invited with free entrance and, and an open bar we just recently partnered with uh, Ushuaia and high those are the biggest biggest two clubs in in ibiza um where, where lambo original holders also got invited to the kickoff party and now actually can access usho and high as as a guest list um offering for the rest of the season so really mm-hmm. trying to to connect it to music real life perks as well um and and bringing those people together as, as like music and nft enthusiasts
1: Travis, this is,
0: this is mine, Trav. This is the guy that I minted right here.
1: Oh yeah. That's great. My guy kind of looks like Eddie Vedder. So I actually went in, I went in, somebody had an original. I went in and bought an original from them. And then, which looks like Eddie Vedder, which is like, kind of reminds me of how I looked back in those days. And then, uh, and then I I got one from uh, the original affiliate thing because I signed up. I, I don't know. I referred 35, 40 people to LimeWire you know, whenever you guys were going through that process, and it which it enabled me to be one of the top 10,000, which enabled the minting and all that stuff. What, how did that go? Like, how many people did you sign up that do you think that were actually legitimate? Because it would seem to me that it looked to me like a lot of people could probably fake, um, you know, referring people through different emails. I referred real people, but I afterwards, after I kept getting bumped down, it's like, I've I've, I've already recommended 36 people this and I'm like in 900, 9,000 place. There's no way that's bullshit. There's some people that are using this as spam or whatever, but how many real people do you think you got on that affiliate list? Cause it was a ton. That was one of the best web three sort of, you know, email launches that I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, like, it went pretty viral, um, definitely. Uh, so the list exploded quite quickly. Yes. Especially also mainstream media picked up the, the Lion is coming back uh, slogan that we had um, a couple of months back, I think in March, when we when we did the campaign. Um, so coverage was really amazing. Um, and yes, you're completely right. I mean, the, the email list really blew up massively within, like, a couple of days only. We had a couple of million sign-ups. Um, obviously, we had to clean up the list quite a bit um, and, and, and had a couple of, yeah, People trying to abuse it, creating different uh, emails because they wanted to get hold of the free NFTs and also of the originals, um, which was a perk of the of the first users that came to the platform. But after massively cleaning up the the list, we still um, had the, the, in the low seven digits uh, email signups uh, for the waitlist, which is quite cool. I mean, for us, it's amazing because it, it definitely proves the point that that this brand and just the brand recognition recognition is so big also in the in the music space that we can probably translate it towards the the NFT and, and Web3 space, uh, hopefully quite easily. Yeah.
0: And uh, you are selling music, right? So I see here you've got H, which looks to me like AH and being old and out of touch. I don't know who this is, but H. I'm, sure he's, H, I'm sure he's a big <laughs> name. So, like, how does he come it's to you? right
1: before BH, it's AH.
0: I mean, he's collaborated with Ed Sheeran and Ashanti. so uh, And that was funny, Travis. I'm just moving on here. Uh, (laughs) A nod to the little joke that Travis made. Uh, So here's this guy. This thing is going live. And what is it that's going to be for sale?
2: Yeah, so definitely it's also music. Uh, It really depends on the artist, um, what the NFT content is. That is very diverse, can be very different. In the case of Age, it's actually a super interesting collection going live today on Thursday. Um, it's two collections. The one is he's just launching his, um, his, his debut, uh, de- de- debut album, um, which is like the first album he's ever releasing, close to home. Um, and online where you can get the album as a physical CD or vinyl ship to your home, together paired with um, a, like a limited edition cover image, which was designed also in collaboration with Age. And there's only 250 pieces of the cd and of the vinyl um, and that paired with an nft which is also the the limited edition um, cover image and what you're showing here is actually the mystery box that's the second collection which is super amazing in my opinion because it's 16 different nft trade cards Um, these are also designed completely individually only available on limewire every card stands for one of the songs on the album Um, and as part of the mystery box there will be 46 lucky winners which actually win a physical experience together with age. So that could be, for instance, VIP access for all his concerts for the rest of the life of the NFT holder, which is super interesting pairing these Web3 and NFT uh, collectibles with real-life experiences and and physical experiences with the artist.
1: Hmm. So I'm seeing a lot of different people sort of launching things on here right now. Like, for example, there's somebody named Serena who is launching one? There's some that are 50 bucks, some that are 100 bucks, ballpark. That person has a significant amount of different ones out there. It looks like uh, I'm scrolling down. Serena, Serena, Serena. Then I see NFX. I see some other ones. So this looks. I see El Bandy Music and Fame, Fayella. So it looks like people are able now to go ahead. If you're a musician, is that is that the uh, the criteria? Is that you got to be a verified? creator to to do that you got to be a musician can you be another kind of creator or
2: only music so for the music we really thought, well, at the moment we're really striving for content which is somehow music related it doesn't necessarily have to be music files um for many artists it's also quite complicated due to label deals to do actual music which is why i would assume like half of the of the artists on the platform also doing different sorts of, of art projects which are not necessarily music files But the idea is really to to be somewhat related to the music space Um, and every artist we have a self service platform where a lot of artists go go through the process of setting up their own nft projects pretty easy pretty straightforward you can select different kinds of of uh, drop structures and prices Um, but everybody has to go through the curation process so there's no single nft collection which just goes goes live without uh, us checking the content and, and the setup of the collection which is really also the idea of making it or or bringing it to the to the mainstream um and solving a lot of problems that many of the big platforms have as well which is uh yeah purely curated content sometimes uh which is often results in fraud cases or in cases where the content isn't just really valuable enough for for the users so that's something that every artist has to go through with their collection
0: so i'm looking at the soldier boy um song that's on here uh it's called Is the song called LimeWire? Is that actual? Yes. You wrote a song called LimeWire. Okay. And so there's 10,000 of these editions and people can go buy it basically for two and a half dollars or so. Um, Is this the, it's like one song and it's the same NFT for everybody? Yes,
2: exactly. So in this case, it's a multiple edition collection. So it's the same song. It's the same image, the same NFT for everybody. There's 10,000 pieces, so limited to to 10,000 items. That was actually at the beginning part of the free giveaway of the 10,000 list, um, where you also made it to, um, that people could claim when they were on the top 10,000 inviters of the email challenge when we launched. um, And now it's trading on the secondary market. Um, It's a quite fun story, actually. We were in contact with with, um, Soldier Boy quite early on already, because obviously there's like a, a huge... Overlap between like Lime and Soldier Boy and, and the history between the two. Um, and he actually made a song which is called Lime It's a brand new song actually, um, which we got hold of and and attached to this NFT uh, collection here, which is really a rare item because only ten thousand people will be able to to hold it and own it.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating when you're looking at this stuff here, like Soldier Boy. Uh, it looks like over three thousand of them have sold. It's got a low flow pro- uh, floor price, so it's not has a whole lot of volume. But it looks like you guys are sort of ramping up. And so as you guys mentioned that you are sort of reviving the brand, there's new people who are b- behind it. How big is the new LimeWire right now? Like, is it, And then did you guys get VC funding for this? Are you guys just kind of self-funding it? Like how how is the structure set up? Because I think that's fascinating for a lot of people to think about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good point actually. So we, we started really the entity completely from scratch. Um, it's, it's not affiliated to the initial LimeWire entity at all. Um, our two founders, Paul and Julian, they founded a couple of tech startups beforehand and, and really pre-funded a lot of the initial phase um, of the of wrap the up phase and also acquiring the the um, brand assets of the initial LimeWire. Um, we then did a, a private token sale. So our own token, the LMWR token will also become available in the next in the in the next months in the foreseeable future we, we did a private token sale already um where we raised around 10 million usd uh with a couple of big big names on the on the cap table um, like crypto.com for instance or kraken ventures that also invested so pretty well known uh, names in the in the nft yeah, and Ar- crypto space.
1: Arrington capital looks like michael errington he's big in the space exactly. so is lmwr that's your t- token is it available for uh, other folks to go in and and buy some of that? If not, if if yes, cool. If not, when can we go out and acquire some of those?
2: It's not available yet. Um, We're literally preparing the public token sale so to make it available for pretty much everybody in our community as soon as possible. Um, So working on it right now, I can't really commit to anything in terms of timeline as of now, but uh, it shouldn't be too long. Um, So the idea is really to launch the token pretty soon and then tie it into the platform as, as neatly as possible um, so that obviously the community can also benefit from the success of, of the LimeWire uh, platform. Very
0: nice well you know again it's always great to see uh, an old property reignited for the new Web3 world. LimeWire events, LMWR tokens, uh, NFT drops, music, it's all good stuff And uh, Marcus, we we wish you the best with it. Uh, LimeWire.com, gang, that's where you want to go.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go to uh, Ibiza again because I have been (laughs) to to high Ibiza and I've been to Ushuaia. Ushuaia was one of the coolest clubs that I've ever been to because it's like an outdoor pool thing. And then there's these DJs playing there. So I have two of the originals. So that means that I could bring one guest or does that mean that I can bring three people?
2: For every original, you plus a guest, you can just uh, pretty much email us. You should have should have received an email already, or um, uh, about to. Where you can actually see how the process is. So that's that's pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah.
1: I love those real world things, Joel, where you can actually you got an NFT and that gives you an experience somewhere else. Because seriously, to go to Ishwaya, that's like 60 or 80 bucks, and to go to Hayabiza, that's 60, that's 100 bucks. And I know that. To go and buy buy some alcohol was like twenty bucks a thing. It's like it's expensive to go in some of these clubs, but these clubs are spectacular. The visuals on the inside of these things are amazing.
0: If I know you, Travis, you went to High Ibiza, high.
1: I was not high, <laughs> although there was lots of people trying to sell me drugs there. But awesome. they, did not, they did not look good enough.
0: All right, Marcus, appreciate you. Thanks for coming on today, man. We're going to be keeping our eyes on the Lime wires. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, Travis. Um, you know who's who's next? What's the next brand that we're gonna see reinvigorate? You think Friendster will make a comeback?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I've always thought that Limewire should have used that Motley Crue song. I'm a Limewire, cause I'm a Limewire. Lime I'm actually going to that concert in Houston here in a couple of weeks with my daughter again. Went to the nice. one in Kansas City. Now going to the one in Houston because we like experiences over here. Well, and we like to
0: support, so I just deposited a little bit of ETH here into my Limewire account, and for two dollars and sixty cents, I can go ahead and um, and buy this thing right now. It's going to convert it into USDC, and uh, and I'm going to own one of these ten thousand Soldier Boy Limewire songs.
1: Yeah. And, and imagine as more great bands and musicians start coming out on this platform, that's when it's going to really start to see. You know, it's uh, it's big push. I, it would mm. seem to me like you get some really big artists on there. Soldier Boy's cool. That's two thousand seven. People are nostalgic for him. But when you start getting into some new, you know, artists and they start launching things and stuff, I think it could gain some traction. Should be interesting to watch this, uh, the ICO or the Ido or whatever they do for their LMWR token.
0: Yeah, well, yeah Soldier Boy needs to come on the show and and talk to us on on bad crypto because he's so deep into the stuff. Anyway glad to be back more good stuff coming your way and uh travis take us home
1: there you go thank you so much for tuning in as always make sure to leave a review if you feel fit to do so you thought it was good enough to your standards and as always i guess what keep it nifty looking into the future what do we
0: see it's lined with digital collectibles we call them nfts Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts you'll know. Joel and Zach say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy,
1: the Nifty Show.